The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is an ACB Community Call, presented by American Council of the Blind. This Unmute Presents Community Hall was hosted on Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. Perfect. Uh, We appreciate it. And thank you, Kayla, for being our host today. My name is Michael, and I am joined with Marty. And uh, Marty, say hi and let people know what we're doing today. Hello, everyone. Happy Taco Tuesday for those of you who are going to enjoy tacos on this. Tuesday. So uh, if you have brought your tech questions, you can go ahead and raise your hand and we'll start working through everyone. It can be any uh, question on any sort of tech topic you may have. And we also have a couple of announcements here at the top. Uh, One is going to be that if you guys need to get a hold of us, you have any questions, you can always email us at unmutepresents at gmail.com. Also, we're going to be making a couple of small changes. We're going to start having some special events every so often. I would say four to six weeks-ish. For the most part, we're going to stick with our regular routine. But the first one is coming on September 13th. And that was going to be uh, the Blind Shell Classic 2. And Michael, do you want to talk with them a little bit about what that's going to be and what we're going to be doing that day? Yeah, so uh, Diane from Blindshell USA will be coming to speak and answer questions and share information about the Blindshell Classic 2. Those who don't know, this is a physical button phone that is a uh, kind of a hybrid between a feature phone and a smartphone. There's apps that are available on it, and uh, hopefully we'll have some more stuff to announce around that time as well. Um, If you are a Blindshell owner, I did want to announce that now Alexa is available on the Blindshell phone. That is something that we've been asked for quite a bit. So uh, Diane will be here on the 13th, same day of the week, which is a Tuesday, same time, which is 10 a.m. Pacific time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And of course, uh, we'll still answer all of your questions and stuff, but the primary focus on that date will be uh, for individuals to come and learn about the Blind Shell Classic 2 available for you. See? There, See what I did there, Marty? Yeah, that was great. There's going to be some marketing material and emails and stuff going out. So look for that. Tell your friends. And the last thing I have uh, for you guys today for an announcements is there's going to be a new podcast from Michael and I coming out in September. So keep an eye out for that. And we'll keep you posted as we get more details as we get closer. So Kayla is our host today. So Kayla, should we start working through some of the people who have their hands up? Absolutely. But first, it's going to be Jane. Hey, James. How's it going? Oh, it's actually Jane. But uh, hi, hey, Jane. <laughs> hi. Um, couple of questions. One being, what is a good um parcel tracking app for your iPhone? Whether you have USPS, UPS, FedEx, or whatever, whatever tracking. Yeah, I use Parcel. There, yeah, there's an app actually called Parcel. 
But I used I, I used to use Deliveries, which uh, was a an app that I found didn't give me as frequent of updates related to my packages that I wanted, and I always had to keep uh, reconnecting it to my Amazon account. Uh, I switched to Parcel in April and haven't looked back because it's just worked for me. The advantage to me as well is I track a lot of packages for work, both outgoing orders and incoming returns and stuff like that. So I can just grab the tracking number via USPS or UPS, or uh, it even works with international carriers as well. And I copy them and I have a bookmark that I just go to in Chrome and I paste them into that web page and it shows up on my phone and I can track them from my watch as well. And does Parcel go through all the platforms, Mac, iPad, iPhone? Yep. Uh, There is a Mac app as well for Parcel that you get at no additional charge. And I think I paid like, $5 $5 a year? I, I don't even remember. It was very minimal. Well, anything to get the every email, text message you get, it's like, there's a tracking number. And, and the nice thing about Parcel, I don't use this feature, but I do know a couple of people who do. You have a email address you can forward your uh, tracking emails to, and then it'll automatically mm-hmm. add it to your Parcel app for you. Okay, I am, okay, so it's a subscription service. So I'll get Okay, I get that. Um, and also, I, I love my Podtrack P4. It's sitting here, but then I heard about the Vocaster <laughs> too. <laughs> and um, I don't like the... I noticed that the menus on the Podtrack P4 don't, well, obviously talk. So I like the... Now that I know the interface of the Vocaster, mm-hmm. I mean, can I get that same interface if I... If I get a, I don't need a two, but maybe. So I have the Vocaster one. Uh, it is a very similar experience. Those who don't know, Vocaster is a audio interface um, that you can use to connect. I can uh, just grab a cord right here that I have right here. And the way that I have it set up, if I plug this in, then all of a sudden you guys will hear my iPhone if things work. Well, that's that's great. doesn't work when I do a live demo. Anyways, so uh, it does... It's the uh, cable that I have here. But it does let you play your... or send audio in from your big microphone if you have an XLR microphone. And then you can also do some interesting uh, loopback features and get audio from your computer and from other sources as well. And that's why it's not working is because the other end of the cable wasn't plugged in. So one of these days, I'll learn to not unplug my stuff. Uh, the big and- thing too, like between the one and the two, is just how many XLR ports you have. So yeah. if you are only going to be using yourself on your own computer and not going anywhere, then one XLR is going to be good for you. Plug your microphone ago. in oh. and that's really all you need. Button. And if you're planning on traveling or interviewing other ago. people or working with other people in the same room, then you might want to get the two. One caveat to that that I was unaware of between the difference in this may make a difference to you, Jane. Um, if I actually listen to things, then maybe I would have known this before I bought it. But the Vocaster 1 does not offer Bluetooth support, whereas the Vocaster 2 does give you the ability to connect to your devices via Bluetooth. That's not important for me because I'd rather just hardwire a cable from my phone into the Vocaster because you're going to get less latency that way as well. Even if I had the Bluetooth, I don't think I would ever use it. Yeah. yeah. So, so. Oh, no, I can care less about Bluetooth. I just... Uh, I just want my oh but then it's not going to record right I have to take my computer 
it will record. It will record. So, um, so you're, you, you, I see what you're saying. It won't record on the device like the P4 does. No. Oh, so we guys, I have to bring like, oh, that's fun, I guess. Perfect, Jane. If you have any other questions, re raise your hand. And Kayla, who do we have uh, next? Who we next? Uh, next is Beth. You may unmute. Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. How you doing? Well, first, I was going to ask you, um, now, like, I tried to get uh, Peacock, you know, because I, I like Kelly Clarkson show and I want to watch past seasons. And they said, watch her on Peacock. And I couldn't get it, get it to work. But then somebody, I, I, I'm on a Facebook group. It's called iPhone and iPad apps for the blind and visually impaired. Somebody said they, they got it, but I don't know if you know if you tried that or not. And my second question, speaking of my iPhone, somehow it's, um, I had this yesterday. I don't know if it's a Zoom thing or if it's my iPhone, but um, when I unmute, then my speaker goes off, and then I don't get speech, so I I don't know. It's annoying. Related to Peacock, I have not actually used the Peacock app. Are you having problems logging in, or are you just unable to even find it? I think I was um, having problems logging in. Okay. you want I, make- I deleted the Peacock app because I thought maybe maybe it wasn't accessible because I want to try to find um, where I can watch all, watch all the seasons because there's some there was something last year in May that was a certain episode and um, I don't know um, now Hulu they said you have to have live TV but that mm-hmm. costs quite a bit so yeah, I don't know if it, it is not insignificant so the Peacock app from my understanding is accessible. I have not personally used it, however. So what I'd recommend doing is is make sure you have a Peacock account. If you don't, then you may need to sign up for one. And then once you sign up, then you should be able to log in with that. Related to your iPhone query, I think what could be happening, and Marty can can jump in here on this as well if he, he has an idea, but I think what may be happening is if... If on your iPhone, you cover the top part of your phone with your hand, even accidentally, then it will switch it from speaker to earpiece because it thinks you have it held up to your head and you're listening to it that way. So that could be what what's going on with that it, as well. Is it on only phone calls or is it on everything? I'm not sure. I'm kind of confused, but but I I do hear the speaker like when I go you know when when the speaker's on i can hear it without putting my ear yeah so when you have voiceover turned on and you do not have any sort of earbuds whether they're plug-in or bluetooth on your phone uh, when you're on a phone call when you put the phone up to your ear the sound will come out of the earpiece on the phone but if you take the phone away and you're still on the phone it'll automatically change to speaker phone okay and then when you hang up the call, then it'll go back to whatever position it was in when you're done with the phone call. So even if you're talking on the phone and you're hearing the phone call through the speakerphone because you put the phone down on the table while you were on your phone call, when you hang up yeah. the call or the call ends, it'll go back to whatever position you were in or doing after you hang up. So if you didn't have it on like a loud audio or anything like that, it'll go back to whatever it was yeah. when you're done with so your phone I, call. I used the Zoom app and it never did this before, but it's just kind of started, you know, because I was, wondering, I was um, on a call 
Zoom call last Thursday through the ACB. And are, I was are you trying using, to mute, huh? Are, are you using Zoom when you're uh, with the Zoom app or are you using Zoom to dial in to the Zoom meeting at, with your phone? I, I use the Zoom app. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. That's what I said. I don't know if it's a Zoom thing, if, if, if some people have problems with it. But, yeah, I tried to unmute and I just couldn't get speech to get. I just couldn't get the speech and, and I was just getting annoyed. But so I was trying to put it up to my ear to try to hear what it was saying. But then I had to take it away from my ear. And, and then I couldn't hear what the other people were saying because it doesn't go up very loud either. And I'm wondering if something has to do with my podcast, maybe the storage is full. Like maybe, maybe it does that when the podcast like fills up this, the storage. I don't think that would affect the volume. Oh, because it doesn't go very loud like it used to. So it's an iPhone 8 maybe because it's old. Well, there's different volumes. So you have your main volume and then, you know, Siri's got its own volume and VoiceOver has its own volume. Right. Uh, So you should uh, see if you could rotate through those things and check the volumes and make sure one of them's not all the way down. If you're on a phone call, that's going to be a separate volume also or specifically only the phone. Okay, so it's not. Yeah. Next I, time you're on a phone call, while you're on the call, see if you can bump up the volume using the rocker on your phone, the volume button on your phone on the left right. side, and yeah. see if that gets you some more volume. Okay, sounds good. All right, thanks a lot. Have a great day. Thank you. Who do we have next, Kayla? Up next is Laura. You may unmute. Hey, Laura, how you doing? I'm calling mainly with a follow up because. I mentioned last week about uh, the, the problem with my with the keyboard of my laptop, mm-hmm. and so I finally called Microsoft, the Microsoft Stability people. They, um, I thought they they fixed it. They uh, restarted and restarted, we uninstalled audio drivers and then restalled installed it the, the, for the keyboard, and then and then, and then I restarted it, installing it, and then and then the access keys, whatever, and and. Every now and then I have I don't have a problem. Sometimes I still have the problem. So it it's it's still even when I clean it, I'm still having a problem. So I don't know whether it's called Dell also or it's called maybe because uh, so remind us what the problem was. Well, the problem is that the yeah. problem is that I'm gonna I'm gonna go into a uh, another window and then and then pressing the letter N, nothing's happening. I'm pressing the letter B, nothing's happening. That's only in that app, or is that everywhere on your computer? This is this is everywhere. It's in general. To and me, so, that sounds like it could be a hardware issue. Uh huh. So maybe maybe it's called Dell that the uh, manufacturer runs. That that would be my next step is to contact Dell, find out what sort of warranty options you have, and if they have any suggestions for something to try. But if you're not getting instant feedback from your keyboard, unless if I remember right, you said you have to press it like really hard to get it to work. To yeah. me, that that almost sounds like a hardware issue, and the keyboard isn't able to connect uh, it, like it should be able to. Wow. What, right. well, how old is your computer? Out of curiosity. It's not that old. It's only a couple of years old. I mean, it's only since the uh, beginning of the pandemic, actually. I mean, I so, uh, depending on the warranty and when you call Dell, you can find out if you have any warranty left. But one thing to think about, if, which would be a quick fix, is uh-huh. you could pick up a your regular 
a USB keyboard, an external one, and plug it into your computer. And that at least would give you a good working keyboard. Or I guess you can get a Bluetooth one if you want. But for use of easeability, I would suggest just getting a regular USB keyboard, like an external one. And then you could plug oh. it into your laptop. And then at least all your keys would be working. And, you know, if it's oh. out of warranty, it might be expensive to send it in and replace the keyboard. And then uh, that would help you determine if it's a software or hardware issue because if it's if a USB keyboard works fine, then it's not an issue with Windows or the drivers in most instances. It would it would rule out the hardware because I mean everything else works. I mean and then sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I'm able to hit the keys, the arrow keys and stuff like that. Sometimes I'm not. So it really you could just have a short either in the actual keyboard itself or uh could be something else, but that's a good way to sort of get around the keyboard that's on your computer and test it with, you know, an external keyboard. And obviously you're frustrated because some of the keys aren't working. So if you need to type and do the things, then having an external keyboard at least would get you past that issue for now. Uh, The only keyboard I have, I do have an old old HP keyboard, but I don't know how to uh, plug that in uh, to... My laptop. I mean, it's a, an old uh, HP computer. It doesn't really work well anyway. But I don't know how to get the the keyboard working or getting in there. Oh, you need it. What it's like standalone? You mean? Right. Yeah, it's just a, like a. It's just a regular keyboard, and you plug it in USB. And they, you can go to any, you know, like uh, Office Depot or Best Buy. They have like a ton of keyboards you could choose from. Oh, okay. And, and how much are they? Do they usually run? They usually start around twenty-five bucks, depending on oh. which one you get, and go up from there. I see. And All anybody right. there in the computer section could help you. Just tell them you're looking for a regular USB full-size keyboard. To plug in the uh, the uh, to plug all the the, the plug in and put on top of the uh, the one I have. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Wow. All right. I'll see you. Give that a try, and we appreciate you following up, Kayla. Who is next? Thank you very much. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Up next is Pam. You may unmute. Hey, Pam. Good afternoon or morning or depending on wherever you are in the country. I'm usually not able to be on this call. Well, but, welcome. Um, thank you. Um, an expert, I am not, but I have a couple of suggestions. The For the caller who was having problems with her Zoom app and it cutting out, One thing you might want to do is make sure that your Zoom app is up to date. Of course, if if the if you have updates app store app updates turned on automatically, then that's going to happen. But if you're doing it manually, you want to make sure that that Zoom app is is up to date. And they do update quite frequently. Frequently. Oh boy, easy for you to say. They probably update once every, on the average, once every couple of weeks or sometimes even more often. For the one having problems with her, her speaker cutting out when she's uh, on a, a Zoom, well, that may have been the same one. Uh, make, make sure your, your Zoom app is up to date. And then, of course, anytime something is just acting weird for me, I just, first thing I do is restart my phone. And it's yep. amazing what that will solve sometimes. And uh, for the one that was uh, for Laura, I think was her name, did she try simply restarting her computer 
she did say that Microsoft yeah. had, had restarted the computer a couple of times. So. Okay. Okay. Well, that just that just blew my theory. But like, <laughs> like I said, uh, you know, it's amazing the kind of craziness that that will clear up just restarting your device and 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 also for for Zoom calls. One one of my suggestions whenever you're having problems with hearing it is just use a headset. I mean, my goodness, you know, they're not that expensive. You can get a cheap one that'll do, may not do music all that well, but it'll work. And um, it, if you have an iPhone 8, like that person said, you might want yeah. to check your box. There might be a set of headphones still in there that you never even knew. That's about. right. That's yeah. right. Because I think when I got, I, I used to have an 8 and I think it did have, it did come with one. Now, the last phone I got did not. But I still have an old headset. It still works. I had to get an adapter, but um, for it. But um, you know, the I don't know why people are so um, against using headsets. It gives you privacy for one thing. Some people you know? can't wear headsets, Pam. That's well, that's something to consider. Well, Some people can't wear headsets true. because of hearing issues. Hearing um, issues, yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, appreciate those suggestions. And uh, do you have a question today, or did you just want to help us with some I, suggestions? I don't know. I don't have a question Perfect. right off the bat. Well, so, yeah. If, some, right. if something well, thanks, comes Pam. up, feel free to ask. Excuse Thank me, um, Pam. Yeah, I do have yes. uh, earbuds, and I'll try to use use those. But I was going to ask. Uh, you, you said restart the phone, Can, so I yes. would go settings and shut down, or Settings, general, shutdown. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that before. So. Got it. All right. All yeah. right. Thanks, yeah. you guys. Thank you, Pam. All You're right, welcome. Kayla. Who do we got next? Up next, we have Meryl. You may unmute. Hi, Meryl. Kayla. Hi, Marty <laughs> and Michael. Um, I've <clears throat> I have a suggestion, too, also for Beth with the speaker. There is an option. When you get into the mute and unmute and everything for the Zoom app, um, it will say speaker on and speaker off. And so sometimes my speaker might turn off and I just double tap and speaker on and turns right on like a charm, you know. Um, and also, Marty and um, Michael, I, when I logged into this call, I hit the wrong thing first. Instead of join the call, I hit the thing that says unmute, and then I was thinking, oh, it's a webinar, and I put in my name and my, so ignore the email when you see something that says, <laughs> it said email confirmation, and said, what is your message, and just ignore that. Though. No problem. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Thanks, Meryl. Great call. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. All right, Kayla, who do we got next? Abraham. Abraham. Um, so I have a question, and I also have a suggestion for the same thing. Um, check if audio destination is in your router. You could then uh -huh. change uh, to um, come uh, your output to come out from your speakers instead of um, you know the the earpiece. The, yep. Yeah, earpiece. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, and if not, you can always add that audio destination to your router. Um, my question is: I'm in the market for headphone um, headset. I have chosen the Jabra Evolve Forty which should be coming, I think, tomorrow. But in the search, I found UC, the headsets listed as UC and MS, 
Um, so I've figured out what those mean. But when looking at the Sennheiser SC60, particularly, it said ML, and I don't know what ML means. Uh, <laughs> I have not heard of these. Uh, ML, you said? Yes. I so UC um, stands for, I think, Universal Control, and the other one is MS, which is Microsoft. Um, so one will work better with Teams, and one generally works with everything besides Teams. So yeah, MS uh, just works with everything, including Teams. Uh, but I don't know what ML stands for, and no Googling seems to find, I can't find it. Hmm. I don't um, know what ML is either. Yeah, you'll see it on the uh, SE60. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing. I'm looking it. at it now. So if we stick around and if we come up with an answer, then I'll let you know. Okay, thanks. All right, thanks. All right, Kayla. Christy has her hand raised again. Hey, Christy. Hello, how are you all doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Uh, my question is, we have two. How do you activate the LiDAR scanner? How do you activate it? The LiDAR yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I, there's not really a way to activate it unless you have an app that utilizes the LiDAR. So that's really it. There's not like turn it on or turn it off. It's just it utilizes it when there's an app that's calling for it. Okay, like like people around. That's what I was wanting to find out about. Like, you know, how many, like how far away people are in that? Like, wh- where would that be at? Would you know? So you use the measure app uh, in order to get that information. Okay, the measure app. Okay, which is on okay, your phone that's, that's already, fine. I believe. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the measure app is. And then the other question I have is for Siri. It's telling me now when I ask for the weather, it's saying, "Okay, I found something on the web for the weather," and it's like my weather is activated. So I don't know what what's up with that. But it used to give me the temperature and you know, whatever, but now it's giving me this, I found something on the web, you know, not, not giving me my temperature and stuff. Are you using the weather app that's on the phone? Yeah, yeah. And when you pull that up, is it giving you the weather in the location that you're in? It is. So what I do is, Tuesday, on, can you hear that, Marty? Tuesday, yeah. August 9th. Okay, so what I do is I say, hey Siri, what's the weather like today? Okay. It's cloudy and 63 degrees. Expect partly cloudy skies and clear skies starting in so the So as you can see, that's just all I said is, hey, Siri, what's the weather like today? And it gives me the temperature. Average. So try try saying it that way because I wonder if, it, if the wording that you're using isn't being recognized by Siri to see what the weather is like. So uh, again, what I do is I say, hey, Siri, what's the weather like today? Or, hey, Siri, what's the weather like next week? And it gives me the details then. Okay, what's the weather like? Okay, instead yep. of just Instead of just like, what's the temperature t- out, or what's the temperature outside of? I mean, it, it's not, it's just giving me the, okay, I found this on the web for yeah. me, like, dang. Yeah. <laughs> try, try that, try that, see if that works and let us know. You can always email unmutepresents at gmail.com and let us know for sure. Um, but, but that, that seems to be working for me at this time. And then like everything else, make sure your phone is up to date by going to settings, general, uh, yeah, iOS I got updates. 50, I got 15.6. So Perfect. It is up to date. And then also, uh, I just use the button. I don't have the Hey Siri. I just, you know. Press right, right. Uh, um, you don't have to use Hey Siri. You can just press and hold the button too. Right, right. Okay. Thank you very much. 
No Thank problem. You. All right, Kayla, who's next? Jewel is up next. Hello, Jewel. Hey, Jewel. Hey. There you are. How's it um, going? Good. So I have a couple of things. Um, somebody mentioned they were having possibly a hardware keyboard issue. Um, so I would highly recommend, because it's going to be helpful in other ways, the Logitech K380 or the Logitech K480, which is a bigger full size than K380 is a half size. Um, and I recommend those because they're they're relatively inexpensive. Like the K380 is a $40 keyboard, but it will connect to up to three devices. And then you can switch by and press a button. Um, on the K480, it's a dial. Um, so, and Jewel, when you say hook up to three devices, you mean Bluetooth. Bluetooth. You can save three different devices in the Bluetooth settings. Exactly. Exactly. Go. So you don't have to continuously forget device and reconnect and forget device and reconnect. Um, so, like, for example, I might have my phone and my laptop connected to the same keyboard. Um, and then I hit one button to go to my phone, one button to go to my laptop. Um, I don't have to continuously, you know, reconnect the Bluetooth through the settings. And another thing with that is if you're using an iPhone, there are keyboard commands. And if you're using your um, laptop, you have JAWS, of course. But if you're using Bluetooth headset and your Bluetooth keyboard, your device does not need to even be in the same room. As long as it's within Bluetooth range, which I find is about other side of the house, it's good to go. So you don't even have to bring your device with you, um, just your keyboard and your headset. Um, so I find that's really helpful. And I Great did have, yeah, I did have a question related to that and a quick tip. Um, so the question I have, well, the quick tip is what I mentioned to you, Marty, the control option Q for yeah. voiceover. Yeah. Um, if you're using a keyboard and you, a Bluetooth keyboard and you are using keyboard commands with your phone, your iPhone, you can press control option Q to get single letter hotkeys, very much like JAWS single letter hotkeys then you want to turn it back off if you want to type because otherwise it'll mess with your quick nav um it'll you know it'll require that you turn quick nav off every time you want to type which was the issue i was having so my question is i'm using my keyboard with my phone and i was trying to figure out a list of all the keyboard commands whether voiceover or just built into the phone without voiceover i know there's some keyboard commands that are not voiceover and also how to do custom keyword commands. I haven't figured that out. So there is uh, the best place to find those is uh, there's a Apple support articles that give you those gestures. So if okay. you went on Apple and went to the support section, you could search out, you know, the voiceover uh, gestures list. And then you could just also do the same thing without uh, voiceover, just regular iPhone gestures. And those okay. will give you the regular gestures without mm. voiceover. So the only ones I've found so far are the voiceover ones. Um, and then I just kind of discovered some on my own, like um, arrow up will take you to the app library and stuff like that. Those are not voiceover, you know, that's with or without voiceover. So I just shared one in the chat and I'm going to share a second uh, Apple Q, Apple support article in the chat. If you can access them, if you can't send us an email to support or Marty, give them the email address. Send us an email and we, we'll get them over to you. Unmutepresents at gmail.com. There you go. And do you know how to do custom keyword commands? Because I've been having trouble like figuring out how that's done. So what do you mean by custom keyboard commands? So like the voiceover keyboard commands, you can go in and you can customize your gestures and commands in yep. the voiceover settings. Yep. 
But when I try to do that, like I'll put in control option, I don't know, I'm going to put give a random control option W. I don't know if that's taken or not, but if it's not mm-hmm. taken, it still won't accept it as a custom command. That's phone, interesting. Right? That's on my iPhone, yeah. With the latest iOS 15.6. So I'm going to put the blame on Apple. This is a voiceover <laughs> issue. I recommend yes. contacting Apple Accessibility and see if they know of any issues that are uh, being encountered with that. Because oh. I just assume that would work and uh, have not tested it. Yeah, I've been playing with it and not been able to figure out how to get it to actually gotcha. work. Thanks. Another thing to, to think about too, uh, because you aren't using an Apple keyboard itself, is try different combinations like Control Shift instead of Control Option, and does mm-hmm. that make a difference? Yeah, I've tried stuff like that. Okay. Um, control okay. Shift, Control, right. that other one, uh, Options, command. and then I, yeah, like yeah, Command stuff like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, reach yeah. out to Apple uh, Accessibility because this is a voiceover issue and see if they okay. are aware of it. So thank you very okay. much. Thank you. Thanks, Jewel. All right, Kayla, who do we got next? Up next is Beth. You may unmute. Hey, Beth. Hello. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Very good. Um, I, uh, yeah. Uh, hold on. Hold, hold on. on. We got two people Sorry. talking. Sorry. Up next? Oh, I thought so, Beth. It is Beth. Oh. Okay, well, this is my um, uh, computer that I use Windows 10. I don't know if you've heard of Ponzi's Media Downloader, but yeah, I um, I have a problem using that. It's I have like like I I go to YouTube and um, try to download YouTube to MP3, and I go to Ponzi's and hit download and it says cancel button, but but then um, I haven't downloaded, you know, I copy and, or yeah, copy and paste into the URL where it says URL, but it hasn't, uh, doesn't download the the song. So I'm wondering what I'm doing that's not, that maybe I should be doing something else. I have not used this program. Uh, maybe worth reaching out to their support team. Uh, to see if there's any suggestions that they have. But I I tend to stay away from those programs that download YouTube content illegally because then it it, it could enter some sort of uh, uh, questionable legality and or viruses, even though it's available. So I, I leave those alone. But what I would recommend for you to do is to reach out to their support team. And I'm sure their support team would be delighted to help you out. Oh, the, the Pontius, it's... Um, accessible computer. Maybe, maybe I'll just try to email them because I think they do different uh, technology things. So okay, yeah, shoot them an email. Okay, thanks. All right, thanks a lot. All right, Kayla. Up next is Christopher. You man mute. Christopher, how's it going? Hey, what's going on? Not too much. What's Great happening? Presentation, not much. Um, so for Abraham. Uh, the gentleman I was asking about what ML stands for, it simply is Microsoft Link. Essentially, it's uh, what Apple does with their products, saying that this is uh, certified to work with their specifications. And it's safe, for example, to charge your iOS device or Apple devices with, you know, some third-party charger or whatever. So that's all it does. Uh, my question, though, is has anybody utilized on Windows 11 the Your Phone application, which allows you to sync up your Android device and essentially kind of have a sort of a eco-type system with Android and Windows, and you could text message and things of that sort through your phone and transfer files? 
Just curious. Not specifically with Windows 11, but I have used it with a Pixel on Windows 10. Okay, is that is that accessible? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, it it oh, is accessible. Do you need any cables uh, or anything? Or is it, no, right, be, right, is it through Bluetooth? Or it's, through Bluetooth. Or it's through mm-hmm. Bluetooth. It's through Bluetooth. And you can tab through the interface. I've used it with JAWS and NVDA. And you can tab through the interface, uh, use your arrow keys to get to the different categories. And then when you hear messages, for example, you simply press enter to activate that and then tab into the list of your messages, press enter to open a message. And then this will put you on an edit field where you can type and then press enter to send the message. I haven't done anything with file transfers through your phone, but I have used it through the messages. And another solution, if you haven't, is uh, if you're using the stock Android message, Messages app, you can always go to messages.google.com slash web on any other device, scan the QR code, and then you can interface. Uh, I recommend turning browse mode off or uh, virtual viewer off. And then you can also tab through to your messages as well. Okay, that's awesome. Okay, I just want to see if it was accessible with NVDA and JAWS. Yep. Uh, The reason for those who are curious why you might want to use messages.google.com slash web is if you're on a in a corporate environment and you're not able to use tools such as your phone, typically they don't block that domain. So you can go to that domain name and access your messages. Awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Great uh, presentation. And I look forward to your NVDA call tonight. Oh, yes. Thank you. Are you you. doing that? You want to shout that out real quick? Yeah, so Bits is going to be doing an NVDA call. So if there's any Bits members online here, uh, you can check out at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 8 p.m. Eastern. There'll be an NVDA presentation. So we're just going to go over installing the uh, software and just kind of you know, saying what uh, features are available. For example, you can run the EXE as a full-on screen reader instead of installing it as an example. So we'll get into it more in depth, but uh, I believe check anyone us out. could go to that, right? As long as long as we're on the uh, email list. Yes, I believe so. So, so it, it was posted it to the community call. Community call. Is, so, so you yeah. guys could all click on it. So yep. my, my apologies. Sometimes it's kind of weird with the round tables. It's, that's an it's <laughs> thing. So <laughs> yeah. So, so it is in the community call again. It's at right. 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. We recommend you join in it. And Thank BDA, you so much. And it's bits. So go check that out. If that's something you're interested in. Thank you, folks. No yep. problem. Thanks, Chris. All right. Who do we got next? All right. Up next is Ken. You may unmute. Hey, Ken. How you doing? Hello, guys. There you go. Now we can hear you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so I have a problem with a uh, with my iPhone. Okay. And uh, when I'm in a, uh, like I'm in an email or I'm in a document or I'm in an application of some kind that has a lot of pages to it, uh, the fo- and this happens continuously and constantly, the phone will freeze. And by that, I mean you can't do anything. You swipe, you, know, you swipe. It doesn't do anything. You tap, doesn't do anything. Sometimes shutting the phone off works. Sometimes it doesn't. Is this? Are you using a specific app to read whatever it is you're trying to read? In, in some cases, yes. But other kind is just like a Word document, or it's an, it happens in long emails, like the uh, ACB community email. I'm in there trying to figure, you know, trying to find out the different times, and, and it will freeze on me. I can't do anything with it. So, what phone do you have? I have an iPhone SE third generation, and it's only four months old. That is interesting. So the I haven't observed that behavior. I have observed the fact that your rotor, if you switch to headings, will automatically switch to a different setting if you flick to the right to read things after going through heading navigation. Uh, it makes me wonder if there's an uh, issue with voiceover 
because I don't have an immediate answer for you, Ken. And I hate doing this because we're here to at least pretend like we know the answers to your questions. So I do recommend reaching out to Apple Accessibility with uh, two ways. One, from a different phone, so not from your iPhone. And two, with an email where you're experiencing it so they can observe the same behavior. Because Apple Accessibility can remotely observe your screen with your permission. And they might be able to let you know if something's happening with the voiceover settings or if they have a suggestion for you to solve that. A couple things, Ken, let me give you a couple troubleshooting things that you could try also really quick. Uh, One is you could definitely restart your phone. That always helps with some weird bug issues sometimes. It gives your phone kind of like a good refresh. You know, so sometimes you'd be surprised how much that really helps, especially if you don't actually shut it all the way off and give it a second and then turn it back on again. I would also check your updates to make sure you're up to date on all the things, whether it's apps and or definitely the operating system. And the last thing I would suggest is just check your hard drive space and make sure that you still have some free space on your hard drive. Because if you don't, that'll make things run real slow for you. All right. Well, thank you very much. Yep. All right. Kayla, All right. Next? Uh, next is Herbie. Herbie. Man, you. You stuck or something? <laughs> and he is still muted. Um, He's probably cooking. <laughs> why don't we go on to the next yeah, person? We'll come back to, to Herbie. Yeah. All right. So, Monica, you are up, my dear. Hey, Monica. <laughs> hey. How are you, going? Michael? Hold, hold, on one, hold on one second, Monica. I'm going to send you a calendar invite probably in like 20 minutes, just so you know. Oh, for tomorrow. I will- Oh, okay. That wasn't what I was going to oh, ask. Okay, okay. sweet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I have, I guess I have a, com- a comment and a suggestion. Okay. Um, so just to let um, Beth know, um, Pontus Media Downloader is very, very slow. Sometimes it works great and sometimes it doesn't. So I would just let your thing try to download, leave. And maybe it'll be done by the time we get back. Um, <laughs> and my tip is, um, well, if anyone needs an external hard drive, Costco has a sale right now on a two TB hard drive for $79 for Seagate and a five TB external hard drive from Seagate for 89 And those That's stand for terabytes, tip. by the terabytes, way. Terabytes, so. yes. So. And are those USB or USB-C or what do you know the connections on those? Uh, probably USB. I don't know. I didn't look. I just I was in there yesterday, and uh, and I and Tom, my husband, told me that they were on sale again. So all right. Well, so everyone, if you need an external hard drive, check out Costco. And that's it for me. Thanks, Thank Monica. you. Thank you. You are all right. Am I unmuted now? You, you are. are. Okay. You're back. Zoom would not let me unmute. I think it was some weird internet glitch. First of all, Monica. So if you get the hard drive from Costco, does it give you bulk storage? <laughs> Um, anyway, I actually ironically wanted to talk about Ponty's media downloader as well. Um, yes, you do have to give it a few minutes. I have successfully used it on both Windows and Mac, and uh, so far I've never gotten any viruses or anything like that. You simply give it the YouTube URL, it convert, you know, downloads it and converts it to whatever file format you specify. I've had to do this more so on the Mac than on the Windows side, but if it does not download properly, what I have to do is uninstall it and reinstall it. But you can also first try just updating the download engine that's in the preferences options. 
um, see if that fixes it. But um, yeah, otherwise I would do a clean install of the uh, program. So if you are on Windows, that means after you do the uninstall programs part, make sure you go to your program files 86, x86 folder and make sure it's completely gone from there. If you are on the Mac, it creates a downloads directory in your main root folder. So you delete that. And um, so I just, you know, go through and make sure all aspects are gone before doing a complete reinstall and that will fix any errors. So that is my suggestion for uh, Ponty's Media Downloader. Thanks, Irby. If you guys have any other questions, go for it to raise your hands. Anything technology related? Veteran Doc, it is your turn. Let's go ahead and take your question. Go ahead and unmute. I'm having a problem. I use a Bluetooth headset, and when uh, for oh, I can't remember what update on my iPhone this started. When I try to get Siri to open an app, she will say, "I'm having trouble with the connection. Please check your personal devices on your home family hub." Well, we don't have a home family hub and i don't know what what to check everything worked fine up to a certain point but i don't know what to troubleshoot to try to get it if i turn my headset off then siri will open any app that i ask okay so it sounds like there's a, a cross kind of connection here with a couple of things but the first thing is if you go into settings, Bluetooth, and then see if your device is listed there, then that's how you know that your device is connected with Bluetooth. And that would really be it. I mean, there's, it's either connected or or it's not connected. But the other thing when you're talking about the hub, that sounds like a like a either a house network or Wi Fi thing. And that would be in the same place, but you would go into Wi Fi, instead of Bluetooth to see and make sure which Wi-Fi connection you're connected to. And for example, in your house, you have Wi-Fi, I'm assuming. Is that correct? Correct. And do you know what the name of your Wi-Fi signal is? Like if you were to say, you know, to someone that comes over, connect to my wireless internet, and someone asks you, what's the name of it? Could you tell them what it is? Yeah, it's Misha. Okay. And it shows as Misha. Okay. Yeah, so you would want to make sure that you have that connected and you want to see how many bars you have. And then the last thing would be to make sure you're actually getting out to the internet because you could be connected to your internet with your Wi-Fi, like your hub could be broadcasting, but that doesn't mean that there's not actually an issue with the internet, which then you would need to call probably your service provider. Okay. Well, I should say, this is something that started with an iOS update. Yeah. What about other devices in your house? Is everybody else or any other devices getting on the internet without issue? You know, I don't know. I uh, on on my phone, I have a, you know, I have my headset, I have a, an iPad and the iPhone, and some of it is linked to the uh, Echo device, which that's not going to get you out to the internet, really, if that's what you're trying to do. No. But I just don't understand, you know, why all of a sudden Siri is saying, you know, I'm having trouble with the connection. Do you check your updates on your phone? 15.6. 
and uh, you restart your phone every so often? Yes, makes no difference. Uh, I would check with your service provider because to me it sounds like there might be a wonky issue with the internet. It does sound like your Wi-Fi hub is broadcasting, but you're having an issue actually accessing the outside world, the internet. And maybe they can send you a, you know, a, a reset over the, over the air, or they can troubleshoot it over the air and just make sure that everything is all good with all of your equipment and your actual internet. Okay, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Kayla, who do we got next? All right. So up next is iPod Touch, and we got about seven minutes. Thank you, thank you, Kayla. All right, iPod Touch. Yeah, this is Pierre. Uh, hey, Pierre, how you doing? Oh, uh, just fine. For the guy that was talking about the, about the uh, about his phone uh, locking up, well, I've had that same problem four or five times. In fact, it happened last week when I was in a community event. When I went to uh, double tap to to uh, uh, go in, it froze up like that, and it it won't talk. It won't do anything. What uh, phone art? What kind of phone do you have? Oh, I'm I'm using an iPod. But um, now I have another question. I don't know how to ask this, but um, how do I find out? You know what I may have failed to close at times, and it's running in the background. How do double I double click out? on your home button, and then all of the apps that are running will show up on the screen. You can either do a single finger swipe to the right or left to see which ones they are. And then you, if you want to close them, you can do a three-finger swipe up and it will close any of those apps. So right. double-click on the home button. It'll bring up any open apps. Figure out which one with a one-finger swipe to the right or left, okay. which is running, and then three-finger swipe up to close. Okay, what about websites that I may have failed to close? Uh, how do and I find out if I have any of those open? You would open up Safari, and then you would go to the tab button, and it will show you all of the tabs that you have open, and then you could close those tabs the same way with a three-finger okay, so, button. So, so I go into Safari, right, and, and I and I go find the tab button. Right, and it will show and you all the tabs that you have open. Okay, thanks. Yeah, no problem. And if All you right. triple tap on ta on that tabs button uh, or double tap and hold, it will give you an option to close all tabs at once, too. All right. We're getting down to the wire. Kayla, who do we got next? Up, up next is Desi. You may unmute. Hey, Desi. How's it going? Things are okay. Um, I just had um, a big discussion with uh, my internet service provider, who unfortunately is CenturyLink. And... They are trying to tell me, and this may well be true, but they're trying to tell me that they're, um, that I can't, I can't get a different router because, um, it won't work properly with their, with their, let me give you some insight into this. This will be very helpful for you. Okay. 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 So there is a few different routers that you can get. Typically, they'll give you through your internet provider, a basic router that'll give you Wi-Fi signal throughout your house, which is usually decent. If you want to upgrade to a router that has different or better technology, like a mesh router, which would give you kind of more area, more a uh, stronger signal around a larger house, maybe you have a larger house, then usually they'll charge you a little bit extra and mm -hmm. you could, and they'll install it and, and whatever. Now, the thing is, is you can 
you should be able to install or put in whatever router you want to put in. As long as you can configure it, troubleshoot it, all of that stuff. Because if you don't go with the router that the provider gives you, then it's on you to be able to troubleshoot it and configure it and set it up. Right, right. Yeah, no, I I know. People have to make that decision. Do they want to pay the few dollars a month to just call every time you have a problem? Or do you want to save a few dollars, buy your own equipment and do it yourself? Right, exactly. No, that part I get, but I was I was being a little bit words are escaping me today. <laughs> I I I was feeling a little bit like they were just trying to tell me that I couldn't get a different router because they want to sell me one of theirs. Well, you just answered your own question. They want to sell you. Yeah, but but I mean but so I'm assuming you can be that's able to true. get your own equipment if you want to. Okay, well, because the other thing is that my Wi-Fi signal, my you know, I'm fine for the things. I have my computer hardwired into the router and stuff, and that's all good. It's the Wi-Fi signal that is really terrible, um, and it's getting worse, but they keep telling me that everything looks absolutely great on their end. How big of a house do you have? Oh, I have a small house. It's a mobile home, and it's only uh, 14 by 70. I was going to say you could call them and ask, do they... Uh, have mesh routers, but it doesn't sound like the size of your place would require that unless that you have some really, really major interference. But I'm not sure that getting a mesh router in your situation would really be helpful to you. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. I just thought I'd pick your brain um, about that. And I love this call. Thanks. I always try to come when I can. So. Yeah, I mean, you could try and call them, and if you're confused about the answers they give you, come back, and we can try and figure help you figure something out. And if you, you can always email us at unmutepresents at gmail dot com if you want, and we'll try and okay. help you out. Thanks so much, appreciate yeah, no it. Yep. And we have a couple more seconds left, so Marty, if you want to give people closing announcements, we'll wrap it up. All right. So thanks everybody for coming. Uh, we are here. Uh, same time every week, Tuesday, 1 p.m. East Coast, 10 a.m. West Coast. Thank you, Kayla, so much for being our host. You're awesome as always. And Michael, you got anything else you want to say before we go away? Just a quick reminder that again, on September 13th, which is in a couple of weeks here, we will be uh, having Diane, who actually confirmed her attendance to my calendar invite. So Blind Shell will be here on the 13th of September. Keep an eye out on ACB Community Calls, and we'll be back next week. And one last thing, if you want to check out NVDA, then that's tonight in the bits. You can check that out in the ACB community email that went out today. And thanks, everybody, and have an awesome week, and we'll see you soon. 